Tis the season to be jolly, tra-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la. That was beautiful. <laughs> that was beautiful. Tradition! 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 I want to talk about it. Let's both talk about it. Traditions. Welcome to Outrageous, creating extraordinary experiences with positively outrageous service. This is the show where we explore all the habits and real-life stories of people and organizations who deliver positively outrageous service. So come join the service revolution with your hosts, Andrew Zabo and Michael Hoffman. Traditions. Ooh, Whipped mama. cream. Mm. This is the way. This is the way we do it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. The whipped cream is everything. You gotta have the Belgian dip, and you got oh sprinkles, sprinkles, sprinkles. Traditions, chocolate. Festive. You have any chocolate? I do have chocolate, uh, but not here. Okay. (laughs) Uh, You know, you don't want to overdo it. Uh, Sprinkles. And you, you never overdo it. Oh mama. Well, I always overdo it. Not here. Oh. So that's traditions. That's that's the beginning. Can you get positively outrageous with your traditions? No, I think so. I think I think traditions are tremendously important for positively outrageous service because, you know, um, I know we've talked about this before, but uh, uh, positively outrageous service is not just an event, right? But uh, we want it to be habitual. We want it to be a habit. And uh, uh, yeah, we celebrate the person in that moment going out of their way to be positively outrageous. But the fact is that when we create a culture that says this is the way we do it, people find themselves being positively outrageous uh, more and more and more on purpose. And that's yeah. what we're trying to do. That's what a culture is. And that, my friend, I, I say is built by your traditions. Your traditions. Because traditions create a rhythm, don't they? Mm. Yeah, they do. It basically says in my head and my heart, this is the way we do things. Yes. So when I'm in that situation and I and I learn to see opportunities for positively outrageous service, it's because it's been inbred in me. You know, we celebrate it, we talk about it, we do it all the time. I see it in other people and we make choices. So I want to talk a little bit about traditions because I know in your family you have traditions. In yes. my family I've definitely got traditions. When do you celebrate Christmas? Christmas Eve or Christmas Day? Oh, uh, well... Uh, you know, uh, both. <laughs> <laughs> some flexibility, and that's yeah. okay. But but to answer your question, uh, we have some wonderful traditions in the, around the holidays. I know we have a tradition. It's kind of weird. We see a movie on December 25th every year. Okay. And now it's tradition. Now it's not a matter of are we going to, it's what movie are we going to see. And it started because when we first moved out here, uh, we didn't know anybody. When we first right. moved to Texas, we didn't know anybody. We were the only ones in our family out here. There was We had no neighbors yet, and our kids were really little. And, uh, you know, after the hoopla of Christmas morning, we uh, we were in transition. Our house wasn't even impact and everything else. It was, so we went to the movie. And we started doing that every year. And now the kids are in their 30s, and the, now their kids are involved. Now it's, okay, what movie are we going to see? It's, it's been a tradition for 30 plus years now. So how do we um, put traditions into positively outrageous service cultures? Well, you know, let's talk about what a tradition is. A tradition is a habit. We like to mm-hmm. say habits. Yep. A tradition is those things that we do that, that answer the question, what are we about? Yeah. You know, what are, what are we about? And we can do little things that, that help create an atmosphere of joy mm-hmm. that enables positively outrageous service. Um, are you a culture that plays? Are you a culture that plays? Uh, I love oh, working with organizations. The, Aflac yeah. is one of my favorite companies to work with. And yeah, I'll give you a shout out, Aflac. But uh, they love to play during the day. They do all kinds of things that are they're in constant play mode. That uh, Because it's hard to be on the phones all day. It's hard to be sitting all day. It's hard to be... So they have people that are fun squads. Really? Yeah, depending on, on where you're going. I've, I work with organizations that have, you know, 
uh, actually it's in the process of the day during the week we have mini olympics and uh, or once a quarter or something like that i love that stuff absolutely stuff it's habitual things that we do on purpose that say this is what we're about this is who we are you also said a key word that it reinforces it reinforces the the culture the habits mm-hmm. that we want people to live yeah. by so yeah. Uh, the principles. Obviously, exactly. one of the principles is to be fun and engaging. So, mm-hmm. making those traditions also playful mm-hmm. is is a is a is a good element. Can you have because one of our other pillars is random and unexpected. Can you have a tradition of being random and unexpected in your culture? Yeah, I, I think the two can go hand in hand. Just to use your example about the movie, you don't necessarily know. You don't have to watch the same movie all the time, right? Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be. Although always we do be, have those, it's a wonderful yeah. life, right? Mm-hmm. Every time it that can is a be. Yeah, yeah, so so it's a tradition to go to the movie but it's going to be a different movie you know each year so mm. uh, just like those fun squads right so that can be picking on it uh, or, or selecting a different group uh, each time so yes you know it's a tradition to do that but how you do it and to whom you do it that can change so yes you can make traditions so I think there's there's another word here flexibility so traditions um, need to to reinforce the culture reinforce those habits reinforce the principles but also you know build in some flexibility build in some unexpected elements to mm-hmm. it absolutely you know I've got a wonderful you, you reminded me of a story uh, just recently my watching my daughter she has a, a group of friends that are very, very close and they've been close for a while and and they basically, they became friends because they have commonalities in their business and what they do for a living and so they've built a friendship over the last couple of years, almost a decade now but uh, one of the things that I love that they do that's that's a tradition but it's also random and unexpected is around the person's birthday and when I say around, it's you never know when it's coming Mm -hmm. but around the person's birthday they have a, a midnight gathering and they show up and they spend the rest of the night, literally all the way through the night, just having a good time. They, they literally, three of them are going to show up sometime after midnight at your door to celebrate your birthday. Wow. And they just show up and they bring the party and they bring the food and they spend the rest of the night um, celebrating you. And it's, it is random and unexpected, but it's also a tradition that you know it's going to happen, you just don't know when. Right, right. And so that's kind of fun. Um, but it's I, I love that type of stuff. I think it's tremendously important that when you think of your culture, think of your traditions. Mm. You know, And sometimes they start off by mistakes. They're not planned. Right. So that means you that... May, you, uh, may, you may uh, sort of discover something, that you, you do something that's random and unexpected and say, you know what, we can turn that into a tradition. It was so successful mm-hmm. and it was so loved by our people that let's let's make this into I don't know a quarterly type tradition. We could change it up and so forth. I remember when I worked for Hyatt, they would have sort of a quarterly management gathering, and then one time they took it off site. We would because we were in such a big hotel, we had all this meeting room. But no, we took it off site. We were in Chicago. We went down to uh, Russian Division. If anybody knows that, that's a fun place to play. And uh, next thing we knew, that became actually a tradition: is to take to do our quarterly ma- uh, management meeting is to mm. get out of Hyatt. It and and do it do it somewhere else and that became a tradition but it was always it was random and unexpected in terms of where it was going to be but that became a great tradition is to do it offsite so sometimes you know those things to to um, re- again reinforce the culture mm-hmm. and actually you could be more playful being off the property than you could be on the property so that that was uh, that was another element so we actually it was playful it was random and unexpected and mm-hmm. uh, often out of proportion. you know you know one of my favorite stories about um, Herb Keller who was the uh, 
you know, founder of Southwest Airlines, one of the founders, and um, known for their positively. He created the, the positively outrageous service of Southwest Way at the air, airlines. And one of the things that I actually read about him recently was uh, they were hiring and the ads that they took out were just different. Yeah. They, were, they were different. Uh, the ad read in the newspapers, uh, Elvis cited you know, if you want to apply, come here because we have Elvis show, you know, sightings here all the time. It was, it was just different. And when they came in to interview, Herb Keller was dressed as Elvis. <laughs> uh, so they had Elvis sightings, you know. But, but, but the fact is, is that they knew he's going to do something. Right. He, the guy's off the charts. He's just random and unexpected, you know. He's out of proportion to the circumstances for right. sure, which is one of our pillars, obviously. You know, it, it's just a, it, it's that the idea that this is the way that we do it. And by, by, by doing those types of things on a, a habitual basis, you build that culture of, number one, it's okay. Yeah. And uh, number two, it's expected. Mm-hmm. And to get involved, you know, don't be a spectator all the time, you know, to be a part of what's yeah, going on. A good, as a good friend of mine says, life is not a spectator spectator sport Amen. that's a friend of mine Tom Halsey life is not a spectator sport you've got to get in the game and uh, that's part of being playful And but those traditions yeah it, it doesn't have to be rigid it can be you know playful fun as exemplified by Herb Keller um, and, and other companies we have we have a tradition in our family that um, uh, I think is if we get time we, let me just bring this one it's called the ring and it's the blessing and uh, it's a bit of a story so let me tell you and then I, and there's a point connected to us in our personal world but also in our business world and the, and the idea that we're talking about today is that traditions set precedents for how we're going to do this mm. and um, one of the traditions and I have four kids but when the kids were between 13 and 16 we had what we called the blessing and we brought all the kids together and uh, all the adults in their life came over for a night to party it's kind of our version of you're becoming an adult and we want to acknowledge it so they had a party and um, uh, at the end of the party we had a an opportunity where all the kids had to be on the outside of the circle but all the adults formed a circle around whoever's birthday it was and we were celebrating they sat in the middle of the circle and and the adults were given a task and that is when you come bring either a bible verse or a, a bit of advice because you're going to have an opportunity to go we acknowledge the fact that you're a teenager now let me let me give you the scoop on how this is done mm. and it was kind of cool they, they they just you know it was kind of like let, let me peel back the curtain and, and give you some insights of what it's like to be an adult right. and and so they were either given a blessing or they were given a, uh, a bible verse or a bit of advice and it was great and at the end of the circle was mom and dad and we got to gush on them and everybody was great but at the end of that they were given a ring and that wow. ring is has become our family ring Okay. And the ring is basically, um, we have a, a common ring. Everybody's got the exact same ring. And on the front of the ring, there's an emblem that is the Alpha and the Omega. And it's very decorative. So you wouldn't know what it looks like unless you kind of took a good look at it. It's just a pretty ring. Right. So, uh, but on the underneath, underneath the, uh, the ring, we have inscribed the word family. And so at the end of the night, they're given their, they're given their family ring. And the family ring comes with the idea that this is, uh, this is a, a promise ring. And the promise ring is not what everybody usually sees as a promise ring, which is I promise to keep myself chaste, or you know the, the, the most common things that come with right. a promise ring. This and you should make those promises because yeah. those are good for you. But that's not what this ring is. This ring is the family's promise to you. And so when you wear this ring, when you look at this ring, you see, you, you, what we wanted to say is, look, you come from a family of faith. God is first and God is last. And we're challenging you to make that choice because we all get called individually. But you come from a history of people that are believers. And then, so when you look at this ring, it's supposed to symbolize God is first, God is last, and families underneath it all. 
And so this little tradition of getting this ring was looked forward to by all the other kids that saw, right. wow, that was kind of a cool event. I want to be part of the club. And But not only that, it was really funny, but when my daughters, I have two daughters that are married, and both of my son-in-laws, before they got married, matter of fact, it became kind of a joke, or it was a fun story that we recall all the time, because his comment before they got married was, I can't wait to get the ring. Hmm. And I had to tell him, let's just relax. Let's get through the wedding. And, you know, if you can prove that one, then we'll talk about becoming part of the, you know. So we made a big deal about it. But the fact was, is that people see traditions. They get it. They want a part of it. And it means something more. This is the way we do it. Well, it, it connects you. And it, yes. And, and it blesses that person and creates and builds yeah. that, that community. Yeah. And so and we have so many traditions, if you think about it in, in, from a personal point of view, getting married. There are certain traditions that you have, you know, in terms of get, when you get married, of the exchanging of the vows, the exchanging of the mm-hmm. ring. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, uh, we were at a wedding uh, over the summer and there was a wonderful tradition that I had not seen, but should be part of every wedding where the husband and the wife, they washed after the, the vows and everything, the exchange of rings, they washed each other's feet. You know, wow. what, 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 what a blessing and, and what a, you know, so, so it's like I'm, I'm, you know, part of our life now together is I'm here to serve you mm-hmm. and the other person serving each other. And, you know, we have the, all these traditions because what do they do? They build the relationship. They create c- greater connection. They build community, um, reinforces uh, the values that you have. Yet we have all too few traditions in businesses. We know the power of traditions. We do it. Every uh, the, every family has all kinds of traditions. You know, your traditions may be different from my traditions. That's okay. But why aren't we doing it? In we, we know what the value of that is. We see the value of it. We do it, but we're not doing it enough, I think, in business. So I, I, that's, the, that's the charge there. Yeah. That's the charge. It's, you know, it's a great season to think about, you know, what do we do uh, habitually that kind of comes up every time? Because that sets the precedence to what the culture is living here. Well, let's do that with our our organizations let's do that with our divisions let's do that with our team how can you traditions do we have and which ones can we create that make it fun to work here yeah that That reinforces those habits right talked about i wrote down a couple of things you said reinforcing blessing Mm -hmm. but also make it playful (laughs) why not this is the way we do it yeah Mm. Mm. traditions i love them they're tasty (laughs) <laughs> what traditions are you making? So listen, uh, positively outrageous service culture is created. We're not the victims of it. We create it. And the foundation of most of that comes from what we do and say on purpose. So let's go out of our way to make strong traditions. So here's Andrew and I wishing you a, a wonderful week, a wonderful month, a wonderful year. Yeah, year. And saying we want you to be positively outrageous. outrageous.